Welcome to the One for the Money podcast. I'm your host, Johnny West. I'm a certified financial planner, and here I will teach you the tips, tricks, and strategies I use to help others retire early. This is the easy button when it comes to early retirement. Everything you want or need to know is right here. I'm so glad you join us on the show. Welcome to episode 44 of the One for the Money podcast. I'm very grateful you've taken the time to listen today. Many people wonder if financial planners are worth the fees they charge. In today's episode, I'll help you answer that question. In the tips, tricks, and strategies portion, I will share a few tips on how to more easily identify competent financial planners and how to avoid the hucksters and the salesmen. Well, thank you for listening. Now on with the show. If you ever want to stop a conversation, just let people know that you are a financial planner. Such is the life of every financial planner or advisor. But there are many good reasons for this. The first being that money is a very private and sensitive topic. And sadly, too many see their financial well-being as an index by which they measure their success in life. Many are often afraid of their supposed lack of financial progress or the financial skeletons that might be found lurking in their closet. As a financial planner, I've met with hundreds of individuals and have discussed their very personal financial situations. And more often than not, many are surprised by how well they are doing. I've found that it can be quite astounding to these individuals when I reveal their present net worth along with their potential future net worth, given certain adjustments to their plans. I'm absolutely astounded by how many people don't know their net worth. Another reason why individuals don't work with a financial planner is because finances are both emotionally charged and complicated. From investments to taxes to retirement plans to selecting the best corporate benefits or to creating an estate plan, it can all be very confusing. And many choose to make a go at it on their own and hope for the best. Oftentimes, people follow the recommendations of their coworkers or friends or family, hoping, I guess, if they don't get it right, that they'll at least have company. Well, having reviewed hundreds of financial plans, I've seen way too many situations where mistakes have been made or there were significant missed opportunities. From huge mistakes in their company 401k plan to cash management issues or debt repayment mistakes or poor tax planning that resulted in forfeiting thousands of dollars. Yet another reason why individuals are reluctant to speak with a financial planner is because many individuals are afraid they're going to be scammed or ripped off. There is an inherent lack of trust, and unfortunately, in some cases literally, they never engage with a financial planner. When it comes to a financial planner or advisor, it can be hard to determine who is credible and who is not. And candidly, there are more than a few quote-unquote financial advisors that individuals should avoid. In the tips, tricks, and strategies portion of this episode, I'll go over how to identify competent financial planners so you can avoid the hucksters and the salesmen. You know, I can certainly empathize with all of these sentiments regarding financial planners being worth their fees because I had the very same questions myself back before I was a financial planner and when I was a do-it-yourself investor and planner. 
I would get the occasional cold call from a financial advisor that would try to get me to talk with them about investing. And I would brush them off because I was managing my own investments and financial plan. And all I saw were fees and didn't really see any benefits. Well, fast forward many years later, and with my education as a certified financial planner, and after having reviewed hundreds of people's financial plans, I am very comfortable saying that certain planners are definitely worth the fees they charge, and others, well, not so much. Vanguard is the second largest investment company in the world. They manage over $7.7 trillion. Yes, I said trillion. And Vanguard is the pioneer of ultra-low-cost index funds. Yet this very same pioneer of passive investing has produced an annual report for over 20 years that shows how the value that can come from working with an advisor. I'll include a link to their more recent 30-page report from July 2022 in the show notes. In the article, Vanguard states that they believe advisors can add up to or even exceed 3% in net returns for clients. They also add that like any approximation, the actual amount of value added may vary significantly depending on client circumstances. To give you an idea what a difference 3% can make for someone, here is an example of $10,000 invested for 30 years. At 4%, it would grow to just over $32,000. But at 7%, 3% higher, it would grow to over $76,000. That's over twice as much. But of course, these values are just to illustrate an example and not a guarantee. But it does show the impact a financial planner can potentially have. Also, as Vanguard points out, the potential improvement isn't the same each year. Here's what they said in the article. We do not believe this potential 3% improvement can be expected annually. Rather, it's likely to be very irregular. The value of an advisor in this context is virtually impossible to quantify. Nonetheless, the overwhelming majority of mutual fund assets are advised, indicating that investors strongly value professional investment advice. We don't need to see oxygen to feel its benefits. Vanguard continues with, Advisors can add value if they understand how they can best help investors. Well, here specifically is how Vanguard notes how financial planners can have an impact for their clients. The first is through suitable asset allocation and using broadly diversified mutual funds and exchange traded funds. Another way they can help them is through cost-effective implementation. Another is through rebalancing. Another is behavioral coaching. Another is asset allocation. And another is spending strategy or withdrawal order. And then the final one is total return versus income investing. And those add up to over 3% in Vanguard's opinion. As I mentioned earlier, before I became a certified financial planner, I was a do-it-yourself investor and financial planner. I analyzed fund options in my company's 401k plan. I even read the 10k reports on the publicly traded company I worked for and that I had invested a decent portion of my 401k into. 
Now, the 10K report is a summary of the organization's financial performance, keeps shareholders or prospective investors informed about the company's financial stature and business activities. It also outlines the risks and potential rewards that the company is seeking, such as patent expirations or the approval or even non-approval of certain product lines. I also analyzed my corporate benefits each year. I completed my own taxes every year and started invested regularly into my Roth IRAs for myself and my wife. And I established 529 college savings accounts for our three boys shortly after each of them were born. Additionally, I diligently managed our cash flow and thought I was doing everything right, but I wasn't. Sure, I had done a lot of good things and put myself and my family on a good track, but given the knowledge and experience that I have now as a certified financial planner, the impact I can have for myself is much more significant. Now, many Americans are just winging it when it comes to managing their money and really don't have an idea if they're on track for retirement or when to take Social Security. See episode 41 of this podcast for more on that or what type of accounts they should withdraw from first, second, and last in retirement. Should it first be taxable, or should it be pre-tax, or should it be after-tax accounts? It makes a massive difference. Individuals often don't know what strategies to implement to avoid running out of money in retirement in case there is a significant market drop in the few years before or after retirement. See episode 20 of this podcast for more information. But more than anything, what a financial planner can provide is the peace of mind of knowing that wherever your life and money intersect, you are making the best decisions that support your goals for an ideal life. The right financial planner can give you the confidence that you're on track and that you're not paying extra taxes. These are my favorite moments in meetings when I show these hardworking individuals that they are much closer to achieving their goals. The relief in this meeting is palpable. Now, the most important service a financial planner can provide is understanding you and your goals, not just what you want to do in life, but also who you want to become. The right financial planner will take the time to understand your values and your most deeply held desires and what you want for an ideal life. After all, we only have one chance at creating that ideal life. With this understanding of your ideal life, the right financial planner will then analyze your investments, your cash flow, your assets, your liabilities, your tax return, and your estate plan to ensure that these are all in alignment with your desired life and make the necessary adjustments to ensure that they are. Now, I should say that a majority of financial planners don't go to these lengths. I think more will in the future, but those that do can make a huge impact for those that they work with. My favorite conversations with clients aren't necessarily related to finance or investments. It's a privilege that they share their most deeply held desires regarding their ideal life, and it's exciting to align their plans to show them how this can be possible. That can be the tremendous benefit from working with the right financial planner. Many still choose to go at it alone, but I've yet to meet someone who is optimizing their plan because they are usually only looked at on their own at that single plan and they don't spend hours each day, each week, each month, each year attending trainings on how to help people with their personal finance plans. 
I found also that many individuals don't articulate and therefore don't plan for their ideal life. Many are shy or afraid to admit it. But that doesn't mean the desire goes away. But the right advisor takes the time to learn and to understand these desires and designs and implements a financial plan to make it all possible. When you are later in your life or have increased financial complexity, that is when a financial planner can make the most significant difference. However, there are times when a financial planner won't make a difference. For example, when you are early in your career, it may not make sense to hire a full-time advisor. The general advice provided by Dave Ramsey or Susie Orman could be very helpful, but you could still greatly benefit from a conversation with a financial planner or from their podcast. I know this because one of the services I provide to clients is to assist their adult children as they make their way through college and into the brave new world of employment. Most have no idea regarding how to best navigate their company 401k. They don't know to select either the Roth 401k or the traditional 401k when they're selecting their investments. Just for your information, it's almost always the Roth. And they don't know how to maximize corporate benefits. For example, selecting the HSA eligible plan when it comes to their healthcare benefits. One option for these individuals is to pay for an hour or two of a financial planner's time. The financial difference that can make over the subsequent years could massively impact their lives for the better. Well, a lot more could be said and will be said in the tips, tricks, and strategies portion of the podcast, which is coming up next. Well, thank you so much for listening, and I hope you found this part of the podcast helpful. Welcome to today's tips, tricks, and strategies portion of the podcast, where I'll share a tip on how to identify a competent financial planner. One of the main reasons why people don't reach out to a financial planner is because they don't know who to trust. They are afraid they are going to be taken advantage of. What doesn't help is that there are so many confusing names used in the financial services industry. There's financial advisor, there's financial planner, there's financial services representative or agent. There are also all of these letters behind the advisor or planner's name that may or may not lend credibility like CFP, CLU, and so many others. Just how can you distinguish between us all? Well, let's start with the term financial advisor. It's a designation for those that have passed their Series 65 exam. That's it. No bachelor degree or other education is required. And the test, it's sort of challenging, but ultimately not in the long run. But that's all that's required. Now, an agent is someone that just sells insurance. Sometimes a financial service representative is someone that just sells insurance. But here are the criteria to find a person to work with. I believe the individual must be a certified financial planner. That is a financial professional that has taken at a minimum seven college level courses on everything from investments to retirement plans taxes, insurance, and estate planning. And they also have a bachelor's degree as well. I wouldn't let my friends or family work with anyone else who wasn't a CFP. But sadly, a certified financial planner or a CFP isn't a guarantee they will have your best interest in mind. As I saw too many CFPs sell only insurance products and not provide comprehensive planning. See episode 19 of this podcast entitled, 
beware of wolves in insurance salesman clothing. Here are a few other things that a financial planner needs to do to ensure that they are a viable option for you to consider to help you with your financial planning. First, do they thoroughly analyze your tax return every year and identify all of the ways to help you not pay extra taxes when you don't have to? How can any financial planner provide any guidance regarding contributions, distributions, or other tax mitigation strategies if they don't look at your tax return? One's tax return is absolutely critical. Another requirement is do they create a comprehensive financial plan that incorporates your investments, your taxes, your savings, your pensions, your income, your goals, your real estate, and analyze the impact of adjustments on all facets of your plan in relation to your ideal life. Not all advisors or planners or even CFPs do that. Do they review your estate plan? Now, CFPs are not lawyers, but they can help confirm that your wishes are manifested in these documents. Now, if the financial planner is selling you insurance like whole life and annuities, you should stay away. These quote-unquote financial advisors or planners are being paid by the insurance company and not by you. One other resource is BrokerCheck. That's a resource provided by FINRA, which is the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority. BrokerCheck is a free tool from FINRA that can help you research the professional backgrounds of investment professionals, brokerage firms, and the investment advisor firms. I'll put a link to the website in the show notes. BrokerCheck will show you whether your financial advisor has had consumer complaints, a criminal record, or if they've ever declared bankruptcy or foreclosed on a property. You don't want someone managing your money when they can't even manage their own. Well, that's a great start to finding a good financial planner. Don't let the effort deter you because the right planner has the potential to greatly impact your ability to live your ideal life. Well, I do hope you found this very helpful. And remember, a better life is the result of better planning, which can be assisted by the right competent financial planner. Have a great one. Thank you for listening. And until next time, remember that no one builds wealth by accident. If you want to learn more about how to build wealth to retire early, head on over to my website at betterplanningbetterlife.com. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. There is no assurance that the techniques and strategies discussed are suitable for all investors or will yield positive outcomes. The purchase of certain securities may be required to affect some of the strategies. Investing involves risks, including possible loss of principal. Economic forecasts set forth may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee that strategies promoted will be successful. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Individual tax and legal matters should be discussed with your tax or legal professional. Johnny West is a registered representative with and securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC.